Pages of Freedom, a podcast about a comic book fan and his long-suffering wife. I'm Jamie. I'm Edna. And on this episode, we're going to be coughing a lot. Um, <laughs> Maybe. <coughs> Excuse me. Right on cue. Um, as we review Black Hammer, Age of Doom, number 10. It sure is. I have a question. It's a very important question. This library edition has uh, Colonel Weird screaming into the bright red beyond. Um, explain to me again if this ever shows up in any comic book. I, I don't know. Okay. I've never seen that anywhere. If it hasn't, there's been some people missing something. It's very sad <laughs> that this little psycho, he has no eyes. There's just a white gulf where his eyes are. He's got these yellow crazy teeth and he just looks real psycho. Like he's on a trip and he's never coming back. Um, he looks like he fell into the swamp beside Dragonfly's house. Sure does. And people have missed this. This is this is sad that they have missed this. Okay, go on. I think a lot of those have been variant covers, and so maybe that was a variant cover for something. I don't know. Do they use variant covers? Like, I know some comic books do, but I didn't know if Valiant made as many as, like, the. I, I like, can imagine Marvel cranking out the books and using variant covers. I just didn't know if these would. Well, I don't know about Valiant, but this is Dark Horse. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so used to you saying Valiant. I know that. I even know that. It's on the thing. <laughs> It's like they're sorry guys. Um I'm here. I'm here for it. No. Also, Dark Horse. Do they use a lot of variant covers? Everybody uses variant covers. All the cool kids do it. Um also for um Black Hammer, what they did, I know was especially the first season, they did two covers every time. The artist from the main art, whether it was Ormston or Dave Rubin or whoever, did the cover. And then Jeff Lemire always did a variant cover. And so, like, there would be two different issues. Well, the issues were the same, but they just did two different covers. That just seems like a lot of money. Well, they want you to buy two copies. Just to look at the picture? Yeah. I mean, it's a comic book. I guess you're there. You're paying to look at pictures. <laughs> I don't... Okay, that's cool. I, I, I like... I don't... I haven't done variants since I was like 12 or 13 years old. I would super pay an extra dollar if they would throw all the variant covers into the same book and be like, look at that. And I'd be like, yeah, that's real cool. The last, the last time I bought a variant cover was when X-Force number one came out and I tried to get all of the different ones with the trading cards in them. Ooh, trading cards. I wanted all the trading cards. I'm a sucker for a good trading card. Anyway. Yeah. Here's the creator credits. Okay. That was quite a rabbit trail we just chased. Sorry about it. Not uh, sorry. <laughs> It is a crazy picture, though. <laughs> it's great. All right, so our writer is Jeff Lemire, artist, Dean Ormston, colorist, Dave Stewart, letterer, Todd Klein. Yeah. This is five. He did the screaming guy. I felt like he deserved some credit, too. And I'm not sure why, but anybody who also listens to Graphically Novel um, is really proud of me right now because I pronounced the word letterer correctly. Letterer? Could not get it out on Graphically Novel. Yeah? Yeah. Letterer. It got stuck in my head. That's it, okay. It was a thing. It happens. Anyway, here's the bite-sized breakdown. <clears throat> Lucy and Talkie head to the museum, where Lucy puts the hammer upside Abe's head, and he remembers everything. <laughs> then they kidnap a struggling girl from a nursing home. During the getaway, they run into a Colonel Weird and his spaceship. He remembers that this is when he took them all to Mars. On Mars, Barbie and Lucy have to throw down until Lucy does a mighty throw that smashes Barbie's memories back into him. Then he is the one who's able to get through Gail's fog, and she says, Zafram. And the band is almost back together. Mighty throw. Yeah. It's about right. 
so t- going back to another podcast I'm on, we reviewed Captain America, the first Avenger on Nerds. Yeah. And uh, Sammy played the uh, when Captain America throws his mighty shield song for us. <laughs> the mighty, mighty thing. And that's why I did the mighty throw for Lucy. There you go. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we're all over the place. Uh, it's going to be, because I feel like this is all over the place. It's, like, it's standard one to two to three to four, but also, like, it's a little wild. Yeah. It's a little bit wild. Uh, also, I've come to the decision, after all of these issues, that Colonel Weird is a non-funny Deadpool. That's just what he is. (laughs) He's just a non-funny Deadpool. Like, he's there... And he doesn't take anything seriously. He's uh, he's on the fifth wall. He found the fifth one and he's climbing <laughs> it, um, waving over the side. He doesn't know where he's supposed to be, except he does when he gets there. So he's going to be our Deadpool. That's what Deadpool looks like if he ever actually ages. Did I find out recently? What'd you find out? Deadpool wasn't the first character to do the fourth wall breaking thing. Apparently She-Hulk was doing it in the 80s. I think Roger Rabbit did it, too. I don't think that counts. Oh. Anyway. Hmm. First question. Yeah. How mad were you at Abe for Abe getting mad at getting woken up to reality? I mean, par for the course, guys. We're back to Abe's uh, tool bag. (laughs) So I'm okay with it. It makes some bruises on his face, not so bad. (laughs) No, really, I, I get it. Like, he's just been in a really, really sucky life. And then he upgraded to realizing... That everybody was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he kind of wants to go back. <laughs> Can't have blame him. Can I go back to get smacked around <laughs> on the subway? Yeah, everything's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> I'm just happy to have him back and not feel sorry for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at least uh, we know where he stands. That makes complete sense to me. Go, and, Abe. And it's kind of like putting on a comfortable pair of old shoes. We're back on safe territory. Yeah. Abe's being grumpy. It's good to know that it's you selfish. haven't grown and developed. <laughs> I appreciate that after all of these uh, episodes, these these issues that we have, have went through, that you are still the exact same man that you were <laughs> in issue one. Just bruised up with the bigger gut. Yeah. Anyway, uh, also, I appreciate you following that poorly worded question. Um, so what did you think of Gail's predicament? Oh, bless her heart. She was a sweet little old lady who was spaced out. Um, I have important questions. Okay. Can she ever say Zafram again? Because if she does, Ooh. she'll turn to dust. She'll just kind of crackle. <laughs> Also, I didn't realize she was that significantly older than everyone else, even Abe. See, I, I thought she was the same age as Abe. I did, too. That's where I put her, like, upper middle age, like, maybe 60. That's where I pegged her. This lady is every bit of 94. Uh, she's out of it, uh, gone, gone, and just barely came back enough to say Zephram. Doesn't seem to remember what was happening. You know, now that I think about it, the Abe origin story <laughs> took place during World War Two. Did it? Yeah. She was before that. Yeah, she was like Depression era. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess so. Oh. So, like, she has to stay if she wants to to kick around. Yeah. Like, what happens to her internal workings? Like, does she just not age? Does she just stay permanently that way? I guess she did it for 10 years. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. All of that's a little crazy. Also, this means that she's that old. Her Frankenstein guy is just not going to be there for her. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Like this, all of this, everything for her is completely kind of the same as Abe. Everything that she had, except what she had, had been real. Um, he only thought it was real. Uh, well, if I remember right, um, the first miniseries is Sherlock Frankenstein's. Yeah. Is it while she's gone or is she back? Do you want to know? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Don't tell okay. me yet. Right. Uh, but yeah, like these are, that's what I think of her. I'm like, oh, that's real sad. And then I'm like, oh no, she's stuck. That's it. She's done. She's, she's going to be that little kid that she hates to be or she dies. Because she'll have to go back to whatever's dementia, Alzheimer's, um, whatever is wrong with her. She won't be able to get it back. Um, sad stuff. Yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah, hers is probably the saddest of all of them because of what it means. Yeah. She's she's going to be trapped or she has to choose to die. Okay. Or she at least, you know, she gives up. I mean, a lot of her personality, her memory, um, her sense of herself. I mean, she's going to give all that up yeah. if she goes back. Yeah, that's it. It's gone. She's gone. Yeah. She was barely there. It it was very hard to get her back. Um, and if she turns back, so say she stays that way for a year, that's a whole year advanced, right? Like, if she stays that way for another 20 years, what is she when she turns back? Because she still ages on the other side. Obviously, M- right? Maybe her boyfriend can hook her up and make her an undead ghoul like him. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows these things? But she is aging, right? But she never, other than that 10 years, she never stayed as a golden gal for that long. So maybe, I don't know, maybe it freezes it temporarily. See, I think that um, on the farm they weren't aging at all. Because if you'll notice, Abe looks older, too. And not not just because he got beat up, but yeah, there's, there's more scritch scratches, as you call them. Yeah. And he's in worse shape, I mean, physically. Yeah. Um. I th- I think they stopped. I think all of them stopped aging on the farm. Maybe I never noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. That was more than you asked for, but that's what you got. So, Mars was the whole thing, huh? Um. He was angry. He was an angry boy. Mark Marks was a very angry boy. Um. I'm not unjustifiably. No, I was going to say he very well should have been a very angry uh, gentleman. I did uh, appreciate that he was like psycho. He had just leveled an entire population, uh, buried the man he loved, uh, turned around and was ready to level those people, and then. The black hammer just knocks him into a hole in the ground. He's like, "Yeah, guys, I'm cool. Hey, what's happening?" <laughs> Let's go give Gail some love and turn her back into a 10-year-old. Like, um, just so instant, just so quick. Just resolved it. But he was all happy. Well, maybe he wasn't happy, but he was himself again. Does he still have this loss that he suffered? Does he still have this anger from this destruction? Or did it just go away? I, it was, he was the His was the most different, like, personally. Yeah. Because he was always so peaceful and reluctant to be violent and... Um, yeah. He didn't even want to go to Earth. They sort of made him go to Earth. Yeah. In the first one. Um, and so this one, he's all tough and warlike and brutal and got a temper. And that just wasn't who he was. And so I wonder if, if he, it's for him losing the fella and losing 
everything that happened on Mars, if that was the same in his experience for what Abe was losing Tammy, like it doesn't feel real because this isn't real reality. Maybe. I feel like they all have lost. Gil will continue to lose, but I feel like they all lost a thing and they recovered it relatively quickly. Yeah. Yeah. All except for Black Hammer until the end of the book and then. We'll get there. Yeah. So do you think Dragonfly is coming back? She has to. We have to have some kind of resolution. Like, is she the one running all of this? They say it's reality. I don't even know anymore. Um, is she writing something about this? Or is she going to, like, descend when Antigog comes down and, like, bring the wrath of that entire world that she created down upon him? Who knows? Maybe she's reconstructing that world just for Abe right now. Maybe that's why she's not in the picture, because she's busy trying to magic all that crap back together again. I don't know. Maybe she's back in the swamp with what's-his-face. Maybe. Probably not. She's probably mean and bitter and looks really scary, because she would have followed the regular path had she not have done what she did. And she would have been a crazy little crone uh, <laughs> with psycho wings eating people out in the forest. Nope, out in the swamp. Just saying. It's time to be real. <laughs> she's a little psycho. But little she's bit. our psycho. So what did you think of that ending? Guess what? He's not dancing <laughs> <laughs> He looks real intimidating. Um, I don't know. Is it him? Was he behind a lot of it after all? I don't know. I'm really excited, though, that the fact that he's here. I'm like, can we go brush some dirt off of some old stuff we talked about a long time ago? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't turned the page. I don't know what happens, but I'm really excited that he's there. Yeah, did he miss her? I bet he missed her. What is this? Is he, like, trying to make a whole new set of them again? I don't know. Is he going to disappear when they make things right? Oh, did he reset the reality? Did he reset the reality? What is he doing, uh, like, this real big picture of him? But what's he doing, like, she's got his hammer. Is he now taking the place of that um, one guy? I forgot his name. Starlock. But... Yeah, okay, that's right. Antigod's brother. Um, or is uh, or is he looking for his hammer back, guys? Ooh, or maybe the whole gang could become the new Light Riders. Yeah, they could. But it looks a little too creepy. I don't feel it. I don't feel the Light Riders popping up. I don't like it. I don't like the way... If he's the new Starlock, he needs his Light Riders. He sure does. But he could have called her. Even in the other, like the Pizzeria uh, Lucy. He could have called and let her know. Family, guys. (laughs) Also, he knows it's her. Like, guys... It's not the most emotionally healthy people. Nobody here is emotionally healthy. It's true. Uh, but he showed up. Mm. <laughs> Sitting on a throne. What has he been doing? Sitting on a throne for all these years. Ugh. Dying and sitting on a throne. Making people think that his body was torn all apart. He was sitting on a throne. <laughs> Got feelings about him too. Rude. He just disappears his daughter in the middle of an important situation. 
So what do you think of the art this time? Um, I don't like him drawing old people. That's, I think, my big problem with Abe. Uh, the screw scratches. And those are what pops up. That's how he does the wrinkles. I get that. That's fair. Other than that, though, there's some really good art. I almost, uh, almost every time that he draws Lucy, Lucy makes me happy. Um, I think, um... I'm not sure I agree with you about the old people faces. I think he does. That's okay. Too. There's nothing wrong with um, that. But I think that the the face art was really strong this time. Yeah. Um, Lucy always looks good. Um, he's good. He's just he's just good at Lucy. I thought the emotions were pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's even I mean, if I, I didn't agree. Like I just don't like the way Abe looks. Yeah. <laughs> is that Abe's fault or is it the scratch scratches? I don't know. Well, I think I think Orange is really good at that. Like he's really good at even if you don't like like his figure work or whatever or whatever the right terminology is. Um, he's good at capturing the emotion. I, th- I think he does it with people's posture, with their facial expressions. Except for the lady receptionist at the um, retirement home. You didn't like that one? She looked like she was up to no good. Really? Like, she seems nice, but she looks like she's ready to to just shank a fool, is what she looks like, I think. I didn't get that vibe at all. Of course not. I'm looking <laughs> for people to cut somebody, I guess. Okay. That's what I'm here for. Um, I was also going to say, I thought that the color work was really good this time. The color work is good this time. Um, the way he drew the, uh, or, or colored the, like the, uh, the what they call it, the swirl, the red fog stuff all over Earth. Yeah. And I like the way he made Mars look sickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was supposed to be from smoke from... <laughs> it's Mars, yeah. Barbalian's devastation. <laughs> <laughs> all the cities burning on Mars. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, it just, Mars looks sickly, you know, I just, and a lot of that is the, the sort of that weird washed out yellow color he used. Um, I felt like it was a different shade earlier. Yeah. And now that Mark Marks has wiped everything out, it just, it looks, you know, ill. Yeah. The whole planet. Yeah, no, the colors were good. We're not bright and cheerful anymore. We're very uh, low key. Lots of reds, lots of devastation. And we've never talked about this before, but the um, the letter work um, is a unique font. Is uh, it? Yeah, this is not how com- this is not typical comic book art. I mean, uh, lettering, and I feel like it really fits the series. I think I think it adds to the feel of the book. Uh, I've never thought to bring that up, but um, I didn't know it was different than other ones I hadn't read. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, but it's I've I've never seen that font used yeah. before. Um, Man, I just do I, they I think draw the font or do they type? Do they do you know what I'm saying? Uh, in the past, it was always all drawn, right? Um, I think a lot of times now they'll create a font, I see, and they'll hand do it and then they type and then and input then, it, yeah, then they input it. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you want to do that? That's good, yeah. I guess that that's what they've done here, or else they've got mad skill and everything looks identical. Um, yeah, no, I like the fonts. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. are very different ones for different situations. All right. So, um, two issues left. What's Another your predi- two? Two, 11 and 12. I don't know. We got Black Hammer back. So, what's your prediction for the end? I don't know. I Black want, Hammer's back. It's theory time. I want him to be a bad guy so bad. <laughs> I want him to be a bad guy. 
what if he took over Anna God's spot? I don't know. Who knows? I need him to be a bad guy. He's probably a good guy, and they'll probably make up, and it'll be all sweet and wonderful, and that's fine, too. Also, though, I would like to see him have done some of this stuff. Even if he's not, like, ultimate bad guy, have screwed something up that, that made all of this happen. That'd be real good. So, I've got a confession. Yeah. Um, I've been in mini- miniseries land for so long. I don't remember what he does. No. You don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. We'll learn it together. I knew he was coming back, but I don't, I don't remember what exactly his role is from here on out. Yeah. Like, I remember the end of the story. I remember what happens to all of the, the, the people from the farm. I don't remember all of the other little details. Yeah. We're about to learn those details. I think it's about to get mean. I want Gail to pop up and go, I'm about to thump you. Those are not the terms that she would use, but yeah. I'm not that colorful. So I just want to see her thump him a little bit. Well, I hope you don't. We've had, we haven't had to put an E on the episode so far. Thump him just a little bit. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to finish this so I can turn the page and read the next one. <laughs> right. Well, I think we're done here. I think so, too. Good night, everybody. Good night. Turn it off and try it again? Nope. Okay. I can clip it off.